Hello, 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 grand rising beautiful souls. It is Saturday, 7.36 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, April 16th, 2022, and I am Divine Temperance. I have been MIA for a while uh, <laughs> from doing podcasts. <clears throat> um, and that's just because I've been contemplating and having to go through my own um, insecurities about whether or not the things I have to say, my opinions, my thoughts on on things that are happening within the world and the things that people <clears throat> are living by um, ways that we have learned as a society that I don't actually believe are interpreted or perceived in the manner in which they were meant to be perceived or interpreted. <clears throat> if that actually mattered, if I spoke on them, does it actually matter to anyone? Um, and I had gotten to a point where um, I just felt like it didn't matter. Just keep it to myself. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter because I do know that for me personally, there's things that I have to work on within myself to have a better understanding of myself and be able to function within this world with people without having um, conflict and obstacles that are unnecessary. And a lot of that has to do with me having to understand completely that even if I feel that what I, how I perceive a situation or what I say to someone and my opinion about a situation, even if I feel that that is the most logical, um, easiest, or even if I completely feel it's what is supposed to be done. If someone does not receive it in that manner, nor do they believe that, that it's okay. It doesn't make me, um, it doesn't make me stupid and it doesn't, uh, devalue my, my thought or my perception of, of a situation. And it doesn't mean that I'm not, um, smart and it's okay <laughs> that people don't believe the same as I do or even if they understand what I'm saying because we're all different and we all understand and think in different manners and we all have different purposes for believing why we believe and what we believe we believe in or how to interpret certain things that are given to us to take and run with so I'm growing in that manner within myself and I'm saying fuck it <laughs> I'm gonna do and be me and hopefully I can help make something is a little bit easier for someone else um, if what I say can help them to understand something a little bit easier and or apply what I say within what they already do and practice um, and it could help them 
in any way, shape, or form. So it doesn't have to be what, I, but they could use what I say to and use a part of it or imply it. But anyway, so before I get off on a tangent, because I have a tendency to do so, um, I want to touch on this morning real quick before I get started with my very busy day is um, forgiveness and um, what it means in general. Uh, well, I'm not going to say in general because general is, I feel like generalization is what has brought the world into its state of complete confusion in the first place because we want to generalize everything. But um, forgiveness in the sense of how and what does it actually mean or what does it entail? Like what does forgiveness entail? What what are you supposed to, to do to, in order to truly forgive? And I have come to find out through my, you know, family or friends, my soul family, my soul tribe, um, people that are very, that mean something very, um, that mean something to me in my life, um, people that are above my blood family in my life, um, all these, you know, the different aspects of people that I know and how they interpret what forgiveness is and what I was told when I was growing up and what the dictionary's version of forgiveness is, what the Bible's version of forgiveness is. And so I just kind of wanted to give my opinion after hearing all the different ways in which individuals of all different walks of life interpret forgiveness to be. Um, so first I'll, I'll start off with what the Merriam-Webster Dictionary definition of forgiveness is or forgive I should say or forgiveness is I mean it's you know it's the same thing but um oh so forgive forgive in the definition is a verb <laughs> first of all so it is to cease to feel resentment against an offender that is the number one definition um number the number two definition and it's a 2a and a 2b so the number 2a definition is to give up resentment of or claim to requital for um and to be is to grant relief from payment of. So those are the two the definitions of forgive. I'm trying to find the definition of forgiveness because that does matter. Now, um, maybe this is kind of interesting too, is that his, the history and etymology for forgive is that it's Middle English from Old English forgiven, which is from for plus given, which means to give. Um, 
Why can't I look at forgiveness? That's not letting me look at forgiveness. That's just so not nice of it. But let's see. So the definition that was the definition of forgive. So if you use the word forgiveness, that is a noun. And it's the act of forgiving. So forgive is to cease to have resentment and or um, hold on to resentment. So to have to have forgiveness, it would be the act of letting go of resentment and cease to have resentment towards an offender or the act of forgiving, it, it, that's what it is. So in general, here we go. So, so anyway, so um, now a lot of people I know feel like forgiveness means to accept the offense or that forgiveness means to um, allow the offense to happen continuously. Um, some people feel like if you, that when somebody tells you to forgive someone, that means that you're supposed to forget that that person is behaving in that manner and that it takes away from the your your hurt or your or the the transgression that happened upon you or the offense that happened upon you or someone you know and if you take it for the definition you're not it's not about forgiving the individual themselves it's not even it's not even about for it doesn't even say to forgive the offense it's to cease the resentment and the anger that you yourself hold within the act that is being done um so in all actuality it's not forgiving the person it's you, when you say forgiveness it's not towards the individual and their behavior it's to it's basically for yourself to you are to re, forgiving means to let go of the resentment and the anger it doesn't mean to accept it means to let go of the resentment and the anger, the hurt, the hatred that you're holding within you that makes you sick, it makes you angry, it makes you it changes your vibration, makes you feel negatively. And you do not have to continue to accept the offense or the offender because just to forgive it means you let go of the anger. Um, that you're holding on to because, and the reason why I'm starting to feel the reason why people feel like it means to um, allow someone to be offensive or to do the offense or to 
uh, act like the offense didn't happen or to justify it, if you forgive them, is because if you hold on to resentment and anger, you then treat and deal with the person that you are angry or or have resentment towards within the manner of anger and resentment. So you may, you deal with them, you handle conversations with them, you handle interactions with them out of anger and resentment, which then in turn creates more anger and resentment, right? Because now then they're offended. And then now that you've, so now the, and it just keeps going and going and going. It's like a ball, it's just a big ball of negativity and it just keeps, and then it grows and it just keeps going. And then that person ends up going and feeling and putting out that anger and resentment towards somebody else. And then it just, it's a big, it just festers, right? So if you, but if you let go of the anger and the resentment that you have towards someone, naturally you're going to interact with that individual if you do have have to interact with that person or you end up interacting with that person again you're going to you there's no if you let go of the anger and the hurt it's not that you forgot but you're not going to interact with them out of anger and hurt and resentment so then that so then you're nine times out of ten being cordial and or respectful and if then they they respond to you with with respectfulness, unless they're just total buttheads, but they're always going to have some form of um, buttheadness, assholeness involved if they're a type of person who can't see that they are creating injustices and hurts and transgressions upon the person. Um, so you don't, no, it doesn't mean sorry. So basically just because you forgive, I I was, what I was getting to the point with saying that is because I see why I've just realized that that's possibly why people are afraid to say forgiveness and still interact with an individual because naturally if you've let go of the hurt and the anger and you have and you're not hurt and you're not angry with an individual when you interact with them you're going to be nice and cordial and so ego has taught us and society has taught us that if someone does something wrong to you and then you're kind to them that you are a doormat and it, 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 it has taught us that it gives that person permission to continue to be um, disrespectful or unkind or hurtful towards you. But there's a saying that I've always held on to, and I don't know why, it's my whole entire, my, since I was younger, and it just, I've always said it to myself, and it's, it's that whole aspect, kill them with kindness thing. You know, people say, oh, you kill them with kindness. Because when you're kind to someone, it's hard for them to continuously be evil or malicious or unkind to you unless they are a evil, malicious individual. If they're just non-thinking, selfish individuals, eventually they will, it, it doesn't do them any good to be to be selfish because now they will start feeling, they feel bad. When someone's being unkind to you and you're constantly being kind to them, unfortunately, 
at some point, not unfortunately, fortunately, at some point, the majority of people will will stop being unkind. Um, maybe not up to your standards, but within themselves, they won't. They just won't do the same. They won't behave the same because it's that it it doesn't warrant that. Now, if a person, if you're kind to a person and they're still mean and malicious and disrespectful and hurtful, and even though you're kind to them, then they have, in my opinion, that's someone who has no, no, no heart, I would say, you know, cause I don't, I just don't think that if you're kind to someone, even if they have been mean and you're kind, it makes someone go, Hmm, why are they so nice to me? Because I was the total jerk. And if I keep being a jerk and this person is being kind, at some point it's going to eat away at their conscious if they have one and <laughs> morals. And that's when you run into the fact of people who don't have consciousness, conscious or morals or a heart, I, I would say. Um, but then at the same time, that would mean maybe they, maybe they don't get much kindness in their life and they're just projecting the only way they know how to be with in, in, you know, individuals. So anyway, so that's that belief that people feel like if I say I forgive someone, I'm giving them free reign to treat me as if though I'm not of value or that my existence is futile um, and they can treat me any kind of way. And it's that's not what forgiveness is. It's because you're not, you're not giving permission to be mean by forgiving, you're letting go of the hurt and the anger within yourself. Um, then you have those that feel like forgiveness means to never interact with an individual ever again, or never interact with a situation ever again. And the, the point that I make, you don't have to deal with that person but you're not forgiving if you don't let go of the resentment. You're not forgiving if you're still angry, but you just don't deal with that person. You have not forgiven anything. That's not what forgiveness is. Again, forgiveness is letting go of the anger and the hurt and the resentment within yourself. So, yeah, you don't have to deal with that person anymore. Yes, you can say, I'm never dealing with them anymore. They were they were mean, they were disrespectful, but that's not what... Forgiveness is forgiveness is saying, okay, I will, you can say, I'm not dealing with this person anymore, but I'm also letting go of the hurt, the, the anger and the, and the, the, you know, the disappointment within that individual, because that will be your forgiveness. Doesn't mean you, like I said, don't have to deal with them. No, no you don't have to, but Again, if you ever ran into them again, if you let, if you really truly forgive them and you happen to run into them or you happen to deal with them or you happen to have to interact with them, you won't have the same experience because you have, if you've truly forgiven them with the resentment and the hate, the interaction will be different and it comes with a different light and it comes with a different energy. Um, and a lot of people, oh, and I think I just covered it all, really, in, in, in general, because just from the very beginning, 
I know that in in society and the way we've learned, forgiveness has been um, defined to people as forgiving or as um, accepting wrongdoing towards accepting wrongdoing and uh, justifying the individual's wrongdoing as being okay to continue to be um, hurtful or mean or angry. Like if you forgive someone for stealing your car, you give you like if say I forgive you for taking my car. Um, it doesn't mean that they can go. Okay, well I'm gonna take it again. That's not what the forgiveness is. You're for, you're getting the hate. You forgive your your but you forgive them. You're saying I for, I'm forgiving you. I'm taking away the resentment and the anger and the hurt from me for you doing this to me. It doesn't mean that they don't get punished. It doesn't mean that you're just going to be like, yeah, go ahead, take my car whenever you want. It, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> but people have, we have defined it to be that in, in society. I, I have a quick, I'm just have a quick story and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I'm going to get off of here because <clears throat> I feel like I'm starting to babble along. Um, but I... 2010, I had, um, was going through some things with my, uh, kid's father. He was not, I had no children at the time. We were just dating or whatever we were doing at the time. And we were, um, staying in a hotel. We had gone camping and whatever came down we decided to stay in a hotel or whatever. And I, my kid's father had some friends that, you know, weren't exactly on the up and up. And because of the way in which my kid's father's attitude towards people was and, and how he treated people, you know, their, 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 um, respect for me and my things or his things, because they looked at us as one was not considered to be important because of the way in which he interacted with them. So once again, there was no forgiveness in how he treated them. So they interact with him in a manner and it just keeps it going. Correct. Right. So one, uh, an individual had, um, found, I had had my spare key in my car and my kid's father had taken my car with, with them, given them right. And I guess they had found my spare key and, um, took it out. Now I didn't, I didn't know that. And I didn't look for my spare key. Um, when, by when I did look for my spare key and I, I didn't know who, when, where, why, or how I misplaced it and thought maybe I had taken it out of my car and left it in an, you know, at home or in a different location. I didn't really stress about it because I wouldn't think anybody, anyone would go through my belongings because I don't do that to people. You know, I was, you know, you could say that's naive, but it's, to me, that's just, my mindset is not there. So I don't think in that manner. Um, so we were at a hotel when, and I go, I had left something in the car and I go down, I go to go to my car to get it out, out of the room and my car's not there. And I'm like, what the heck? Mind you, I have my key and I'm like, huh? So my car's stolen. So I, I'm upset and I report my car stolen and, um, 
I go and report my car stolen. And the next day, the police call me and they say, do you know, um, we're just going to call, I'm going to call it individual, um, I'm going to call the individual Andy. Okay. So they said, do you know an Andy? And I said, yes. And then they said, well, do you know a, a girl? I'm going to call her Annie. <laughs> they said, do you know a girl Annie? And I was like, yes. And they're like, well, we have your car. Um, but they say that you let them borrow it. Now, I know these two individuals. I actually had liked these two individuals. You know, I thought they were decent people. And I said to them, um, so I had said to them, uh, no, I did not let them borrow my car. They have take, they have stolen my car. Um, now the police were like, well, what do you want me to, what want us to do? Because, um, they do have a key. So, but you're saying they stole it. And I said, they said, do you want to press charges? And I said, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there and they go, cause, but here at the, in the police, before I could even say yes or no. The police officer stated to me that we are here. They were basically where they found my car was 45 minutes away from where I was. I was during the work week. My mother worked. Um, my mother worked 45 minutes away in the opposite direction from where I was. Um, my brother worked two hours away from the opposite direction from where I was. And I had no friends that had vehicles that were available at that time. And I had no money because my money was in my car. I had accidentally left my purse in my car. And that's why when I'd gone down to go to find my car, it was because I was going to get my purse and it was gone. So I had no cash, no money. And the bus would have taken me two hours to get to where the, they found my car. And, um, no, of course, no money for a taxi, which uh, was going to cost me 40, 40, 50 bu bucks, right? So, and I didn't have that and no way to get it, no one to borrow it from or anything. So the officer, but the officer told me now, if you press charges, the officer said, if you press charges, um, we can only stay with, we'll only stay with your car for 10 minutes. And then if you can get here, I'm like, ah, 10 minutes, I'm in a whole nother, you know, I'm in a whole nother city and I have no way of getting there. They said, okay, well we, or we can have it towed and impounded, but you'll have to pay the fees to get it out and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. And, but I was, I was angry. I was angry. I was so angry with the individual because I was like, how could you do this to me? I've been kind to you. I've this, that, and I was angry. I was super, super angry. And the officer said, you know what? I understand the situation. And I was explaining to the officer and I was panicking and I didn't know what to do because I had no other means and we had to check out of the hotel and I had no means of going anywhere or doing anything else. Um, and we were homeless at the time. So basically that was our home for the night and my, all the, the money, clothes, everything I had was in my vehicle. Um, so the officer said, you know what, I'll give you 10 minutes to, to try to think about the situation. You know, like, what, you, what do you want to do? Because if, if we press charges, the car is part of a criminal act. We're going to have to impound it. Um, or, well, actually, no, they didn't say that if I press charges, they have to impound it. 
they said that um, they could press charges, but that I only have 10 minutes to come get to the car. And I only had 10 minutes to come get to the car anyway, or they were going to arrest them because I had reported the car stolen. And um, arrest them because I reported the car stolen and, and impound it if I didn't get there in time. And I had no, no money, no money for this situation. So when he told me he was going to, um, the officer said, I'll let you, you know, I'm going to call you back or call me back at this number or whatever it was in, in 10 minutes. Let me know your decision because, I, you know, I'll take the 10 minutes to do the paperwork I normally do after. I'll do that right now and give you the time. He was trying to give me, you know, he was trying to work with me because they were in a whole other county, another city, and he couldn't just sit there and wait for me to try to figure out how to get, get to my car, you know, and it's just understandable. And I sat there and I contemplated. And my my boyfriend at the time was like, F that. Tell him to arrest him. They're going to jail. He did this and he did that and he did this and he did that. And they shouldn't have done this and this and that. And I was angry too because I was like, I can't believe they did that to me. Mind you, yeah, my boyfriend was a total jerk to them. And why? And it was my fault for me. He was my boyfriend. But I had never been. And I thought I had had a different rapport with the individuals. And they knew that the car was mine and not his. They knew that that was all I had. And they knew that it wasn't um, it wasn't his. Like, they weren't hurting him because he could have cared less about, about it in the long run. For him, it was just about getting even or being the jerk or showing he was the bigger, you know, he could do this and have this done. It wasn't about the car and the and the actual fact that that was the only thing I had at the time to keep me from being on the street, you know? Um, and I sat there and I sat there and I, I really, for those 10 minutes trying to find a way to get to my car. Cause I was going to press the charges. I, that was my, at first I was, I was angry. I was, Heck yeah, I want to press charges. But so I had 10 minutes to try to find someone, some way, somehow, and something came over me within five minutes that said, um, you know what? You can't even get to your car anyway. What good was it going to do? <laughs> you know, in the office, oh, the a part that I had taken uh, I had forgotten to take in is that the officer said, even if I don't, pre we don't press charges because you reported the car stolen, they cannot drive off in this car. And he doesn't have a license. The, the, the guy didn't even have a license. So <clears throat> like he can't drive off in this car. So um, we'd take the key and you'd have to, like, basically still we'd impound it or, you know, have to go pick your key up from the, the, uh, um, the police, you know, the office. And they close <laughs> today, and it was a weekend. It was a holiday weekend, as that for that matter. And they won't be open till Monday. And we had no money, and I couldn't stay in. You know, just I, there was no assistance I had from anyone else, right? And he had told me that too. So <clears throat> it wasn't like the guy was going to get to be in the car. He could bring it back to me or anything of that nature. And in those ten minutes, I guess the guy was shitting bricks, <laughs> or he was so worried about going to jail, and and the girl was so worried about going to jail, and they they even let me speak to him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm just so sorry, so sorry," and I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." I wasn't listening to it. I didn't want to have it. My boyfriend was cussing him out. I, it was just all you know, whatever. And the officer said, "You know, that you know, call me back." And like I said, something came over me afterwards, and I was like, "You know what? 
I let go of the hate because it was hurting me more to be angry than it was doing any good because the anger wasn't allowing me to think the anger wasn't allowing me. I was panicking because I was so angry and I just wanted, yes, I just want him to have the worst situation. And so I'm panicking because I want, I want, I still want what I need to have. And <coughs> I needed my car and now I'm mad and I wasn't able to think about any other, any other solutions. And every solution was, I was coming up with an obstacle for myself because I was so resentful that I wanted them to pay and I wanted them to feel like I felt. And then something came over me and I was just like, you know what? They hurt me, but me trying to hurt them is doing nothing but hurting me too. Me holding on to the hate and the anger right now is doing nothing but hurting me because I'm not going to get anything out of it. Yeah, okay. So I'm angry with them and out of militia, out of being angry with them, I have them. And there was, I mean, there was a seriousness about them going to jail. Now, granted, they shouldn't have done what they did. You know, they shouldn't have. But me being me and my understanding of emotions and feelings and being empathic and having the ability to feel someone else's emotions and, and having a true care about people, knowing that the individual had, the girl had, um, just had a baby, but she was liking this guy. She got caught up in his situation and she was just trying to get home to her, 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 her new baby, you know, that she, she, you know, she wasn't thinking straight and she wanted to go out and be with a guy, but you know, she just had a baby and he, if he had gotten into any more trouble, he was going under the jail and, um, no matter what kind of offense it was. And he had, uh, three little kids, three little boys, um, that I had met and I'd seen and they loved their daddy. And no matter what he did within his other self, like his, him as a father, he was, he like the, his kids just, you know, adored him. And I had a heart, you know, soft spot in my heart. But anyway, so thinking about all this and I thought about all this and I said, it's not doing anything but hurting me because they're going to go to jail. And then the, I see their kids because I know their, you know, families, I see their kids, I see this, and I understand that I'm not going to feel good about knowing that their kids are asking, where's my dad? You know, I'm, I'm just, it's not going to do anything to me. And I'm going to lose my car anyway, because I don't have, you know, I didn't have a way to get to it. And I was like, now I'm, I'm going to be on the street. If I do all this. I'm just going to be on the street. I'm just holding all this. I'm trying like, I need good juju. I need good energy. I don't need this bad negative energy. So anyway, I'm trying, I'm going off on a tangent. Long story short, when I called the officer back, I said, you know what? I'm not going to press charges. They can, you know, whatever. And what the, I can say that what I did think about was they were going to have to find a way to get back to um, 45 minutes, you know, 45 minutes back to where we went. So that was, I was about 60 something miles. They were going to have to figure out a way to get to, um, to get back to where they needed to get to. And, um, they didn't have a phone. They didn't have any, you know, any of that stuff. And so it was kind of like, well, that would, you know, that there's their punishment there. Um, I guess. And then when, so when I told them that, um, the officer said, well, he wants to speak to you. So Andy wanted to speak to me. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And I, Andy gets on the phone and he was like, 
I just won on a scratcher. I will pay for a cab for you to come and get your car. Even if you choose to press charges. And I'm telling you, so I'm going to tell the officer and see if we can't, if they can hold the money here to pay for you. So when the cab gets here, so you can have, you can get your car back. And I apologize and I'm sorry and, and, you know, so on and so forth. And then he was like, and can you just, can you press charges only on me and not Annie so she can get home to the baby? And it was only after, it was, but that only happened after I let go of the resentment. After I, in my, within myself said, you know what, I forget, I forgave them for what they did to me, if that makes any sense. I didn't forgive the action. Like I was angry that they did it to me. But I'd let go of the anger and the resentment and the wanting to get them back and the and just the things that the, the resentment and the anger was festering with inside me. And when I released that and truly released that, the ideas of how I could get to my car, the the, the, the passageways opened up for me to do exactly what I wanted to get done. Whereas I couldn't figure it out and I couldn't get it done. And I was running into roadblocks when I was just so angry and hurt and wanted just wanted them to hurt just as much as I was hurting. It just didn't happen for me. So I've learned where, and I, and like I said, that's why I know a lot of people feel like, Oh, that means you're forgiving them. That means you just want them to like you, or you just want, you like to buy have friends or you want And that's not the case. It's that, I've learned from me from experience and I still practice it to this day that when I actually truly forgive someone for the, the offense that they've done, I learn to not, I learn to deal with them in a different manner, which means that now that person that like Andy was never allowed in my car again. <laughs> and you know, my my kid's father was not allowed to drive my car with with anyone other than me in the car. And if he wanted to pick up a friend, I had to be in the car as well. I learned to not put my key, my spare key in my car. <coughs> Excuse me. I learned, I, I, I dealt with them according to what they did, but the resentment and the anger allowed me to... Um, it i was it it just allowed me to be able to move more like the way i needed to it was allowed it opened up the way for me to be able to get what i needed to get done and so on and so forth um but i didn't forget the offense and i didn't forget that he had done that and it didn't allow him to i didn't give him free reign to just do it again because uh, when when you do something or someone does something against you that is um, short of, you know, murder, not like murder and all that kind of stuff, because I wouldn't have been here to do that. But just when somebody does something against you, it's, you can, you, if you, you can, um, forgiving them doesn't mean that you just leave everything the same way. Like you, it's also something that you have to learn that you have to allow yourself because you have to let go of the resentment because there's something that you slacked on to allow that person or that individual to do the things that they did to you. 
uh, it, sorry to say, but that's just the truth. It's like you, you opened up that path and you allowed it anyway. Like the beginning, it's not, oh, I just keep somebody disrespecting me. Well, they disrespected you or they took something from you or they, they uh, manipulated the situation due to your, your guards being down, your lack of whatever it was because of your thoughts and feelings about something without taking in the whole picture in consideration. Like we're all responsible for a part of what it is that we have done. But if we hold on to the resentment of the other individual doing something, we, then we still are making excuses. We are not taking accountability for our, our, what we did. I can say, well, yeah, I know I did this. You didn't take accountability if you're still holding resentment. Because if you're holding resentment against them, you need to hold resentment, resentment against yourself because without you, they could not have done that. Without you being a factor into something they did to you, they couldn't do something to you. You opened yourself up in some way, shape, or form, and however you opened yourself up for that to be invited in within to, to you, that's what, that, I mean, you can't resent them for, for you being open. So you, you have to forgive them in order to forgive yourself. And in order to forgive truly is, even if they knew what they were doing, even if you did nothing wrong. And then it goes to the Bible, which a lot of people, like, you know, some people don't want to take what the Bible says and so on and so forth. I'm just going to, if you take it for the words that is said when Jesus is being crucified and he says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He doesn't say forgive them for what they did and, you know, it's, you know, it's okay and la, 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 la. He's, uh, he's saying forgive them for they know not what they do, meaning that they are doing this, this injustice or however they're doing. They're doing this, but they don't truly understand the reasonings behind it. They just know that they're doing it. And if you have someone with a conscience, if you have someone with morals, if you have someone with a heart, when you do something to someone that is not nice or that is, is ill, you know, has ill intent or it's not, or it's evil, and the person that you did something to is still kind or has forgiven the offense that you've done and they don't hold hate, hate or resentment towards you, that will eat away at your heart. That'll eat away at you for not, and you don't know why, you, you know, you just be like, I just was so not nice to this individual and they are nothing but kind to me. And it it will, it, it makes you move different, I believe. And um, that's just my, my little old belief. And I talked longer than I wanted to, but <laughs> hopefully what I said is helpful or can open up a avenue for someone. Um, and I was able to get it off my chest and my mind and not just sit here and tell myself, <laughs> which I needed to do to get it out. Cause I was stuck on just <laughs> trying to talk about it. So have a good rest of your day. Um, on this day and I leave you 
I leave you with if we change our perceptions, if we change the way in which we utilize words, if we open ourselves up to caring about understanding the next individual's motives or and or the next individual's um, mindset. We're able to function and make decisions and make moves that are less uh, obstacle-filled and have less um, heartache because we will be making decisions and handle interactions and or choose to interact with individuals according to how they're meant to be um, interacted with. You know, you know a rose bush has you know a rose bush has thorns. So you don't just go and grab it because you're aware that it has thorns. So you know that you have to be careful in how you pick a flower off of a rose bush is different of how you can pick a flower off of any off of just a just a random flower. So it keeps you from getting stuck because you know and you understand that roses have thorns. If you don't take into consideration that roses have thorns and you just go pick them and you just go grab in your hand and you go grab it off the tree, then what happens? You're going to get stuck. And you can't be mad at the rose bush because you chose not to understand that just because rose bushes don't have, just because a rose doesn't have thorns on it when you get it in a bouquet. You need to understand that it's been taken off when it's presented to you in a bouquet. <clears throat> but they're there when they're growing in the wild. Their origin is to have it. But when it's presented to you for beauty and for you to accept, they've been taken off. <clears throat> so, good day.